0: Well, hey there everyone, my name is Daniel and I'm the online campus pastor here at OAG. I am excited for today's podcast because this is from our series entitled, Before You Knew Me. This will be stories and testimonies shared from folks just like you and our own church family. So sit back and relax and be inspired by what God has done and is still doing in the lives of his children.
1: Hallelujah, you can hear me? Praise God, praise God. Wow. God is good, isn't he? God is good. One more time. God is good. God is good. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. And thank you for the opportunity that you have given me um, that I'm able to share my testimony, what God has done in my life, how wonderful God is, how faithful he is, because we have a faithful God. And those online... I thank you for listening to this testimony. And I hope and pray that what I'm about to tell you, it will encourage you and also will lift your faith. And to let you know that for God, nothing is impossible. Nothing. When I say nothing, means nothing. It all depends on your faith. And he says in the word that if you have a little bit, like a little bit muster of faith, that's what it takes. And I know all of us in here and those watching have more than that little muster of seed. Amen. Amen. Well, my name, like my pastor says, um, my name is Mary Angie. It's it's two names in one. My father knew uh, two ladies in his life that um, they told him about Jesus. And they were um, older ladies and loved him. And unfortunately, unfortunately, he didn't know the Lord with them, but he loved them so much that he named me after them. And as you all can tell, my accent. I have an accent, don't I? I do. <laughs> I am actually originally from Puerto Rico. And I'm, I have three sisters. Gloria, Gypsy, Rebecca, and a brother, Joshua. My mother and my father, um, we all lived in Puerto Rico. Wonderful family I have. Um, I grew up loving God. And oh, thank you for loving. Thank you so much. Yes, I didn't see nobody here. (laughs) Hallelujah. And My mother, well, actually, I'm going to start with my father. My father was in the Army. And when my father was in the Army, he was in some country, which I don't really know. But he decided that he wanted to go with some couple of friends um, to a lake, and they wanted to swim. So they went up, and when he went down to the lake, and um, by the way, I'm translating to you, I'm thinking in Spanish, and I'm translating to you in English. So if I pause, it's because I'm translating, and I hope you understand me. Hallelujah. But since the Lord is here, you're going to understand me. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And um, so when he went down to the lake, to the water, there was a rock, and he got paralyzed from his waist down so he could no longer be in the army. He did not know the Lord. My mother, though, while she was uh, married, she knew about the Lord, she met the Lord. They introduced her to the Lord. And my father, he was, he was a good father. He was loving, wonderful, I loved him so much. Um, but he was stubborn. He was stubborn, so he didn't, know, he didn't want to know nothing about Jesus. And my mother didn't know how to drive. I'm telling you just a little bit so you will know about my family, and then I tell you about me. Amen? The background, so you will know the background, where I come from. And my father, he was the only one who knew how to drive. And in Puerto Rico, there was a big, big, um, it was an evangelism. Um, someone that we knew very well around all of um, South America. Everybody knew this man of God, that God used him powerfully. And my mother was invited. And he said, no, I'm not going to take you. Okay? And you're going to ask, how is he going to take her if he's paralyzed? Right? Okay, good question. I will tell you. Because this happened way before, Okay? Way before. I'm just telling you a little about what happened to my dad, and then how she um, came to know Christ. So anyway, she said, "Oh, okay, you're not going to take me? That's fine." She took the car keys. She got in in the car, and she says, "In the name of Jesus, Lord, you're going to teach me." <laughs> and let me tell you, the Lord taught her. She backed up. She didn't hit no house. She didn't hit no car, and she went straight. And she enjoyed the service. And let me tell you something. From that moment, my mother loved Jesus. I grew up knowing my mother, seeing her every single day of my life until today, that she's a prayer warrior. When I tell you about prayer warrior, anything that you can ask her, for example, for myself, mommy, this happened to me. Did you pray? Okay. Mommy, this happened. Did you pray? Everything was about prayer. And I saw her with my own two eyes, two, three, four in the morning. She prays and fast and read the word. This was her breakfast. The word of God was her breakfast. She didn't do anything without being with God first. And she always said, He's first. Number two, number three, he's always going to be number one. And whatever decisions and whatever you do in life, you consult with him. And I learned to love Jesus. And I thank my mother for that. All of my sisters, they're Christians. And my nieces and nephew, some of them, they're taking a little route that they shouldn't. But we believe and trust the Lord that he will do something. Amen. Amen. Well, you already know about my my family. Mary Angie. Mary Angie was born April 4th, 1968. I'm gonna be 55 years old in April 4th, which I'm so excited, because I love birthdays. I celebrate my birthday, and everybody better, not y'all, but in my family, they better give me a cake. I love cake. But I celebrate my birthday because God is good. And he loves me. I know he loves you all, but he loves me too. And I tell you something. When I was born, and if you see me move, it's okay because I'm Hispanic. And we move and we, you know, with our hands, we do everything. Hallelujah. When I was born, I was born mute. And my mother, as I told you how she prayed, she called my aunt, Emily, and she lived in Chicago. And she said, would we used to call her Neida. I need you to come to Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. Because I have an appointment with Jesus. And my aunt, she knew about the Lord, but she didn't know him. Because there's a difference of knowing him. Like, you know, you heard about him. But having a relationship is totally different. So she came. She took care of us. She told my father. And she stood in a room three days. 72 hours. She prayed. She fasted. She prayed. She fasted. She prayed and she fasted, asking for a miracle for her daughter to speak. And it happened. She took anointing oil after the 72 hours, a symbol. She placed it in my lips. And I said one word. And I should have asked her, what was the first word? Because everywhere I stand, people ask me, what was the first word? And I said I got to ask her, and I forgot. But I will let you know. And then a couple of weeks later, I started talking and talking and talking. I couldn't stop talking. Hallelujah. And now I talk for the Lord everywhere I go. Because we have a God- that when you pray and when you believe, God hears you. And I want everyone here, I know you're all listening and I know you're all looking at me. Believe in the Lord. And I know we all can say, yes, we believe. There's a difference of saying, yes, I believe. But believing it is totally different. You have to grasp it and believe that God is real. For God, there's no, nothing impossible, nothing. And I'm sure all of you have a testimony. And I have heard some that, oof. I said, thank you, Jesus, for those testimonies that I have heard. But I got other testimony that I would like to share. Because through this testimony that God allowed me to share with you, Now I understand why he allowed me and healed me for a purpose. And that is to tell everyone where I go about what he's capable of. And through the testimony, people come to Christ. Because that's what it's all about. We're here only temporarily. Amen? Amen. But before I I forget, I got to talk to you about my husband. He's watching me, most likely. I don't know when he's working. But he can, I'm gonna tell you about you. My husband, his name is Cesar. And one day, one good day, I was driving and I was listening to the Hispanic radio station. And there was a a commercial, or kind of a commercial, but uh, another church, a big church actually, in Orlando. Um, they were saying that they were going to Israel and I always wanted to go to Israel. And I always told my mother, my first place that I want my passport to be stamped, it will be Israel. So God gave me the privilege and the honor to go to Israel. And I was driving. And he said, tonight, it was a Thursday, uh, tonight, come if you're interested so I called my sister, Gypsy, and she says, honey, I can go. I've got the kids, and they have to go um, and study. And uh, I said, oh, gosh. And she says, no, 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 but you can do it by yourself. So anyway, to make the story short, I sure went. It was the best trip ever, not only because I met my husband, but because Israel is beautiful. Amen? Hallelujah. So I met Caesar, or Cesar, Ocesan in Israel. He, um, he's from Ecuador. And I'm from Puerto Rico, like the pastor said. And now the funny thing is, but I pray to God for a man of God. I was dating someone for almost 10 years. And you would say, wow, 10 years? Why did she wait so long? I'll tell you why. He was studying um, dental school. He was going to dental school. So we decided that the last year when he finished school, that we were going to get married. And I was not in a hurry either. Okay. He lived in Gainesville. I lived in Orlando. But one day, I was in looking at my mirror out of the blue. But you know, things don't happen by the blue. You know, it's God. And I said, God, I'm going to change the name because it's proper. God, if I don't know about sir, I'm not going to put this, but you know, just a name. If it's not for me, then please take him away. Not to kill him, no, but to, okay? Just in case, just in case, hallelujah. And three months later, three months later, God, out of the blue, like that. And I understood why when that happened. Did it hurt? Yes, it did. But was I pleased that God had better things for me? Oh, yes. Because God always have good things for us. We're his children. So then later, I met my husband. We dated three years. And then we got married. And we would be married October 8th of this year. We're going to be 13 years married. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. So those out there online, just wait upon the Lord. Just wait upon the Lord. He has the man or the woman for you. Same thing in here if anybody's single. H is a number. Remember that. Well, now the testimony I'm going to share with you is the one that the pastor has been wanting me to uh, say because it impacted my life. I was going... To, but first of all, I want to say this. Um, I just, we just moved my husband and I recently to Summerfield. Um, And um, it's one of those things that God has. I always lived in Orlando because where I work, I work for Campus Crusade for Christ in Orlando, which is in Lake Nona. From here is an hour and sometimes 30 minutes, depending on traffic and the turnpike. Sometimes it's a lot of traffic. But... Um, God opened that door for me, which is a huge testimony as well, which I noticed that I have time. So I'm going to share real quick with you. I used to work for a apartment community for many years where the Lord placed me in different apartments community. And I started as a leasing agent, then assistant manager, and then a manager. But I didn't like the assistant manager. I didn't like the manager position. Because with the leasing position, I was able to show apartments. And every time I show an apartment, people came to Christ. And I loved it. Because I showed them the apartment, how beautiful the apartment was. But then I told them, what a wonderful thing it is to serve God. And there was always... There was divine appointments in there. And for the glory of God, many came to Christ. Some of them already in the church that I belong to. Well, used to. Sorry, pastor. In the other church. And um, so it was a privilege. But one good day, one good day, the Lord, I was working by the computer. And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me and say, walk and go around the lake. And it was so clear. I got up and I told Lisa, I said, Lisa, I am going to walk the lake. As soon as I was walking the lake around, there was the sun, very, very bright. And as soon as I saw the sun and I said, oh Lord, Time to move. Just like that. And again I said, oh Lord, time to move. I understood right there that the Lord is opening another door. That my time in my job for 15 years was about to end. I went home. I have never heard of Campus Crusade for Christ before. I opened my laptop and as soon as I opened my laptop, I just wrote Christian Organization and the first one that came in was Campus Crusade for Christ. I opened it. There was a lot of positions. I just read them but I didn't open it. And as soon as I saw Jesus Film Project Representative I clicked on it because I felt it from here. And as soon as I clicked it, what I said, oh, Lord, I can do this. Oh, Lord, I can do this. To make it shorter, I applied. There was 45 people who applied, 20 interviews, and I got hired. Praise the Lord. Why am I telling you this? I saw the hand of God that when he spoke to me around the lake time to move because you know what we need to always pay attention to what God tells us because sometimes we think it's us but it's not us it's the Holy Spirit so it's very important to have it in the right frequency just like the radio when you have it in the Christian um, radio station same thing with the Holy Spirit so he can guide you correctly praise the Lord and as soon as I walked in there Oh, I feel like Esther coming inside a big, big, um, I don't even know how to say it in English. Thank you, my sister. Yes, palace. And for the glory of God, well, this right hand. For the glory of God, I've been able to travel many places that they do pay me for going. And I am able to push the gospel. But not only that, I tell them my testimony. And I've gone to places that I cannot say. But people have come to Christ and Muslims have come to Christ. Praise the Lord. Only God does it. Only God does it. Hallelujah. But this testimony I'm going to share with you, when I moved here, we moved here two years ago that the Lord brought us here. Um, my husband told me, um, honey, you know what? Oh, Chicolina. That's how he called me. Chicolina. He said, Chicolina. Uh, You know what? They charged $50 for, you know, throwing the the trash uh, every three months. Um, You know, we should do that. And I said, no, no, I want to throw it. He goes, why? I said, no, no, I want to throw it. But there's a reason why. Sometimes we don't understand why we say things or why we do it. Well, to make the story short, one good day, the owner of that house, the prior owner's, they left some windows with, with the borders and I had left them there for a while, for a while. Finally, one day I said, you know what, I'm going to throw this. It's time to throw them away. So I put everything in my car, went very happy, and went to the recycling center. When I go there, um, I get them and I put them in the dumpster. When I'm putting it in the dumpster, I hear a voice. Hey you! Hey you! What you doing? I'm lo- I-, I was looking. Where? And I see a man. And I looked at him. He goes, what you doing? You're not supposed to throw that there. And I said, I'm sorry. I thought I could no, you can't, you don't throw that there. He was very upset, he was red, and he was not being nice, but I apologized, and I said, do you want me to go inside and get them? He goes, no, you can throw them here. So he got another dumpster, and he opened it for me, and I threw it, okay, and I said to him, sir, I am sorry. Next time when I bring something, I make sure I will ask you. Okay, he said. So, I turned around. I'm going to my car. And as I'm walking, I'm walking like this. And he's over there. And when I'm walking, I turned around, and I said, Thank you. And God bless you. As soon as I said, thank you and God bless you, that man, he said, God bless me. God doesn't exist. He's nobody. He has ruined my life. I have lost so many things. And I was just listening to him. Everything he was saying. But I was over here. He was over there. So I walked towards him. And as I continued walking, I can hear him. He said, I have lost homes. I have lost money. Look at where I am. I have lost time. A good job I had. He has not done anything to me. And he says, and I stutter. And I hope I'm saying it correctly. I was just listening to him. And when he finished, and by the way, I'm cutting it because he kept going. I said to him, oh, and by the way, he said, I had a heart attack, and, and I stutter now. That's what he said. When he said that, I said, sir, God loves you, and you are alive because you are here. So he watched over you. Watch over me. No, he did not. He ruined my life. And he kept going and going and going. I just kept quiet. And I said, well, I thank you for helping me. I turned around and I kept walking. This is what I did. I walked, my car is here. As soon as I was going to put my red leg inside the car, as soon as I felt like I was in a bubble, I couldn't feel my feet, the Holy Spirit took over and it was something that I cannot explain to you because you have to experience it but I tell you what as, as much as I can. And I felt that the Lord just left me. And I just, this happened right here. I turned around and I said, Sir, what's your name? And he looked at me. And I said again, Sir, what's your name? And I keep walking towards him. And finally I said, Sir, what's your name? And he said, My name is Jay. And I said, Jay, if you have one thing to ask Jesus to do for you, what would it be? Nothing. And I said, Jay, if you have one thing, That you would like Jesus to do for you. What would it be? Nothing. He can do nothing to me. And third time. Jay, if you have one thing for God to do something for you. What would it be? And he said. To take away my sturdiness. to sturdiness. And I said to him. When you get home. Tonight. You're going to pray, go into a room, bathroom, not kitchen, because there's a lot of people in the kitchen, but in the bathroom, in a bedroom, anywhere, and you're going to pray and ask in the name of Jesus, and you're going to talk to him and tell him to heal you. And while you are home, I am in my house praying and asking the Lord, because the Lord that I serve, he's a God of miracle, and he will do it. And I said, let's shake hands. And he goes, I am a man of word. I said, but let's shake hands anyway. And we shake. And I said, bye. I turned. As soon as I walked walking in the car, and I was going to put my Shh. Something that I can explain to you. But it was the Holy Spirit. Because we don't do nothing. It's him. For him, all the glory. Hallelujah. I went. And while I was driving, I said, Lord, I know you heal me. I know you have healed many people that I know too. And I know you've done many miracles. But I ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you do one more healing. To show him. The God that I serve. And that you are a good God. And you are a great God. So I went home. I did what I promised. I prayed. I prayed. And I prayed. Three, four weeks later. I'm going up there. As soon as I pull over. I hear somebody screaming again. I look and this is the way he was reacting. Hey you, hey you, Jesus healed me, Jesus heal me, Jesus heal me. <gasps> oh, when I saw that and his co-worker next to him, <gasps> I said, Jay, he goes, I didn't notice it. My wife and my children noticed it. I said, Hallelujah! Praise God! I started jumping and praising the Lord, and I was crying. He was crying. His co-worker was crying, and I said, who does that? Jesus does. Jesus does that. And let me tell you something. I've been working um, with this man every time I go there. I gave him a Bible. I gave him books. I tell him that he needs God, that he needs to go to a Good Bible Church I told him to come this Sunday I'm mean, i doing also promotion Please do Your neighbors, it's very important You invite and God does the rest Hallelujah And let me tell you something Every time he sees me He rejoices And you know what he told me the other day Hmm. He goes, Marianne He always calls me Marianne He forgets my name, but that's okay he says, we need to pray. Listen to this. I have a coworker that is not um, being too nice. So either God fix him or God take him. I <laughs> oh, okay, let's pray. But let's pray for God to fix him and for him to know the Lord as well. Hallelujah. So we have the power in our tongues. It's very important. Very important, my brothers and my sister. What you say is powerful, and I can tell you more miracles. I have ten more minutes, seven forty. So ten minutes, I want to give pa- the pastor the time. Um, like, you know, he's a pastor. But um, I will say something. The Lord has placed in my heart many times that many Christians unfortunately many christians they put god they put him in a box many christians they don't believe as much in miracles unfortunately and we know that god is coming soon and i do believe in miracles and i believe god can do whatever he wants so one day i was praying Cause I like to pray. I like to pray and I like to pray in the middle of the night. My mother taught me. I saw her doing all the time. And I was reading the word and I had my glasses because without my glasses I cannot read. And I had them in, in the bed. And the Lord spoke to me, Holy Spirit, said, Put them on. So when I put them on, He goes, That's how I want you to see. Not in your natural eyesight but in the spiritual, that you see it right here. And I say thank you. So I tell everyone in here this evening, and those who are listening as well, believe in Jesus, believe in him, trust him, seek him like never before. While we have time, we are so blessed to have church open. We are so blessed that we can praise his name openly while there's many that they cannot. Where I work, I have someone that their church is underground and they don't have Bibles and we have the privilege to pray We have the privilege to read the word. And I'll just let you know. If you don't take that time with God, you're not going to see what he's capable of doing. And I know us, his children, he wants us to see more great things in our life. Not only in your life, but in your family, in your friends, your neighborhood, everywhere. And one last testimony, because I got a few minutes. I went to a close country, which I did not know I was gonna go, but the Lord opened the door. As soon as I went there, making it very short, they told us some instructions. You cannot in any way say that what you're there for. And also, you are there as a tourist, yes. But you don't talk about Jesus at all. Okay. I got that so clear. Because there's cameras everywhere. And they can, you know, it's not good. I said, okay. So, the last day, or the day before, we went to the mall. It was the only day that we could go to a mall. So we went to a mall, and the mall is huge. So I was in the middle, and I said to the Lord, left or right? I don't know where to go. So I went. I was like this, and then I go, no, I'm going this way. So I walked, and I was looking and just looking. And then suddenly, I see a big store. And I was interested because I went to a place where they had a dish drainer. Or, no, this. This trainer, I think it's called, uh, where you put the dishes. This, you know, where you put the, not the washer, but the, the yeah, this trainer. Where you put the dishes and you let them dry. Yes. And I, I, I went to one of the house, the house and I really enjoyed it. I, I really liked it. So I was looking for one. So I saw that place and I said, oh, before I leave, is there. That's what I thought. So I went in and when I go inside, I looked at little cups of coffee, which I like. I like looking at all those little cups. And I was looking and I asked a gentleman, I said, sir, do you know how much this is? He goes, I don't work here. I said, I'm sorry. The next thing I hear someone, Twelve ninety-nine. And I looked and it was the lady, completely covered, only the eyes. And I said to her, thank you. And she said, you're welcome. She says, you're not from here. I said, no, but I love your country. It's beautiful. Oh, wonderful food. And she said, thank you. She says, how long are you here for? And I said to her, I'm leaving tomorrow. She goes, oh, it's sad because otherwise I would have taken you to my house and I would have cooked something real good for you. I said, oh, that's nice. Thank you so much. And I said to her, you know, these cups are beautiful. She goes, yes, they are. Then she, kept, she said, um, are you here alone? And I said, no, I'm with, um, with my friends. They're here. They're somewhere in the mall. Uh, they're enjoying shopping as well. And she said, um, I'm not supposed to be here today. I was supposed to be at work, but um, I decided to come. And I said, oh, well, that's nice. We got the, the, the chance then to meet. And when I look in her, The Holy Spirit tells me, pray for her. I told you what happened before. I'm not so right, And cameras. And I looked at her and I said, can I pray for you? She looked at me and she said, yes. I bowed my head. I touch her her hand. She was all covered. I pray over her in the name of Jesus. I don't need to know what the situation is, but Jesus knows. When I finished praying, I said to her, and you are healed in the name of Jesus. She says to me, I just came from the doctor. I have a situation that nobody can know what it is. And when she showed me, after she took, she did like this, she has some kind of, they call it disease, that she covers herself completely, and bandage and all that, because of what she's going through. But then she tells me, but in the name of Jesus. And I said, in the name of Jesus. And she put her hand and she said, in the name of Jesus. And I said, yes, believe in Jesus. And she goes, I am Muslim, but I'm going to pray for Jesus. I said, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And we left. We said goodbye. But you know what? God knows what would happen The seed is there. We pray because we have to be very, 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 very clear. We need to be connected with the Holy Spirit because wherever you go, wherever God takes you, gas station, grocery store, you don't know who needs. Amen. Thank you for this time. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you all. Thank you for listening.
0: On behalf of our pastor and staff here at OAG, we want to say thank you. Thank you for being a part of our ministry. We are grateful for you and the support you give our church and its ministries so that we can continue to do what God has called us to do, to be the family church for the family of God. For more content from Pastor Strickland and Oxford Assembly of God, check out our media website at oag.church/media.